Welcome to the Sports Performance Podcast. If you're interested in staying healthy, becoming fitter or stronger, getting rid of pain, or enhancing your athletic performance, this is a place for you. We're excited to be part of your journey to better health. Thanks for listening. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Sports Performance Podcast. Uh, today, we're talking about four proven ways to fix your back pain. Uh, this is coming at just the right time uh, for a lot of people, uh, including myself. I'm just coming off of a uh, the flu and being bedbound or uh, laying down on a couch for extended periods of time uh, has made my back sore. Um, so I'm, I'm living this. I, I know what you guys are talking about right now. So, uh, four proven ways to fix your back pain. Um, you know, I, I, we had a, a really good podcast and blog on this, uh, recently in, in that we uh, talked about, uh, sciatica. And now we're talking about just general low back pain. And, uh, I, I've had numerous clients tell me, Hey, I, I, I don't have back pain. I have hip pain. And if you were to kind of, Yes, take this the right way. Grab both of your butt cheeks or point to them. If you brought your hands just slightly up from the actual meat, the muscle of your glutes, uh, that is uh, your sacrum, just depending on how, how high you went, and basically your waistline, uh, just slightly below and, and, and above your waistline is, is back pain. And I'm talking about just general low back pain. So, you know, if, if people say, well, you know, it goes down to my glute. Is that hip pain? Yeah, it's actually back pain. Um, but anyways, those are semantics. Uh, if, if you know what I'm talking about, uh, you have had back pain uh, for a long time. Uh, okay, so let's get to it. How do we fix low back pain? Uh, first and foremost, because there are so many types of back pain, these are very, very generic uh, examples um, and recommendations. So you have to understand uh, the type of back pain that you have. Some people have what we call stenosis, where there's narrowing of the spinal canal. And that spinal canal opens or gets wider when we bend forward. And when you go backwards, it narrows. So going backwards is back for those or is bad for those people. Somebody else who has general disc issues or sciatica are going to hate going forward. They're going to like going backwards better. So I, I don't want to talk about sciatica, herniated disc, stenosis. Just be very, very clear. This is low back pain, muscular, joint, whatever it may be. So um, first one uh, is joint motion. Uh, favorite uh, saying is motion is lotion. Uh, it's so true for the spine. Uh, you guys have to understand that uh, if you've ever had an ankle or a knee that was swollen or any body part that was swollen, uh, it just felt like so much pressure that is there. And the one thing that is going to get pressure out of anywhere is a pump. And that pump for a lot of us is our muscles, uh, but also the joint movement and just getting that thing to move. So the worst thing you can do for back pain is sit still, lay down and do nothing. Absolute worst. So uh, don't be like me uh, when you have the flu and you're just bed bound and you can't move. You still got to move. Uh, I, I, I tried. I just, I, it was very difficult for me, guys. Uh, that man flu comes around every once in a while. Um, 
uh, joint motion. Okay, so that's uh, first and foremost, you got to move. And and how much you got to find the balance of how much to push and pull based on what your body can tolerate. And uh, you guys have heard this before. We've got a, a green, yellow, and red light system. If you move, and it's it's kind of achy or whatever it is, uh, or it's achy during that uh, specific movement, uh, you can continue doing it. It's not too big of a harm. But if if you feel it after that movement or that exercise, and it kind of still lingers, um, we call that a, a yellow light. Just proceed with caution. And if you still have that same discomfort after moving um, the next day, then you pushed it a little bit too hard. That's a red light. So motion is lotion. You gotta, you have to um, open up that space. And now we're just remember these are um, these are the four combination of treatments that just there's so much research to support this. Motion is lotion. And you've got to create space in the spine and and continue moving. Now, if you've had acute back pain or back pain that's uh, not gone away um, after a short period of time and you're really, really scared, you've been apprehensive uh, to move, you you know what that feels like. You just don't want to do anything. So I understand that as well. And, And what I would say is the first 72 hours when you have a back spasm or something big, uh, that's the worst, um, but you do need to get some gentle motion. That could be instead of sitting down on the couch, just walking back and forth down the hall every other hour, just one time. That's the motion we're talking about. So, if you got back pain that is chronic, that has been has been going on for a long time, understand that the motion that is needed for that is going to be a little different. Yes weight training and going to the gym, that's the type of joint motion we're talking about. So if you have a history of chronic back pain, uh, chronic um, uh, uh, back discomfort with doing uh, bending forward or squatting, whatever it is, you know what is going to improve that is continuing to move it. Because once that locks down and and you get more stiff, you stop doing things, it's like rust. It just kind of sits there and it becomes even more pain. You just get this uh, cascade of events where you're actually worse than you, when you first started. So uh, joint motion is number one. Now, specific exercise. This one's going to be a little different um, than uh, than things we've talked about in the past. This is It's called specific exercise because it's repeated movement, meaning not just one time. You've got to go one, two to ten times, whatever the recommendation is by by the person that you see. Anyways, it is specific repeated movement in a direction that changes symptoms traveling down at least to your hips, uh, maybe one side of your back or even to your legs. So specific exercise, meaning if you bend forward, I'm going to simplify this. If you bend forward and you start to feel symptoms going down to your buttocks or legs, or your low back, don't go that direction. You have to go the opposite direction. I'm simplifying this so much, and and people who are certified in this uh, uh, understand this is uh, for uh, our clients, this is for the public. Generally speaking, you go the opposite direction, and this is why you definitely need to get seen by somebody. Either way, now, if you go backwards, if you bend backwards, and that hurts you, you want to bend the opposite direction. So, if you've got back discomfort, say for instance, going forward, I want you to give yourself a test. I want you to put your hands on your hips, either sitting or standing, and I want you to bend backwards at your low back 10 times. You're going to bend backwards 10 times, 
And then after that, try bending forward again to reassess your symptoms. If that helps, you're going to do that likely 10 times every other hour. If you have pain going backwards, you're going to bend forward 10 times and then reassess and go backwards 10 times. And that'll help kind of assess which direction. Now, Again, if, if it's not, if your case is not as straightforward and, and you need to see somebody, then do that. I'm just giving you a general outline. So we've said, uh, joint motion, motion is lotion, uh, specific exercise. And then, uh, number three, core stabilization. Wow. This term is mm, thrown out all over the place. It is a, a general term for lack of strength or lack of control, and it's typically required for younger or even more flexible individuals uh, because the people who don't, lot of have, don't have a lot of control, think about a gymnast or a ballet dancer. It's not that they don't have um, a good core. I'm just saying that if they're flexible, think about how flexible they bend backwards, do all those things. Think of all those muscles that have to keep them tight in that position. And you repeatedly go into those flexible positions. A lot of times that core, that back strength uh, can start to weaken. And so young and flexible individuals, um, this is a really important thing. Um, and, and core stabilization doesn't have to be magic exercise. It just has to be things done consistently. Uh, I was talking with a client recently and um, their core stabilization program is about 30 minutes. And I asked, uh, how often uh, do you do this? I said, three times a week, um, 30 minutes uh, each time. And I said, uh, so what is what benefit does that bring you? I said, you know, that's the difference between my back hurting after going to the gym and not. And I said, is it worth it? Absolutely, totally worth it because I can go to the gym five days a week um, and it just keeps it under control. That to me is much better than taking medications, getting injections or surgeries. So just consider, you know, uh, 30 minutes is it goes a long way or whatever that time it takes for you. So uh, joint motion is number one, specific exercise number two, and uh, core stabilization. Let's go to the last one, traction. Traction, mm, let's get medieval here. Uh, if you ever kind of picture this medieval torture machine, um, they're laying down on a, maybe a table, their uh, hands and feet are attached to ropes and those ropes are just pulling them apart, literally pulling their part. Uh, they're fighting against each other and they're going to separate them at the waist. Uh, that is the end of the spectrum of traction. Um, there are traction machines and traction just means to pull apart um, or to separate. And so uh, there are a lot of machines or a lot of companies that make uh, traction machines. Uh, there are inversion machines. Uh, if you've ever seen them at uh, local stores, uh, sporting goods stores, uh, the traction machines where you basically uh, put your feet, you you stand up, you fix your feet into these uh, uh, devices, and then you basically turn yourself upside down. Um, those are called traction or inversion machines, and and uh, those do the same thing I'm talking about. They basically fix your feet, so your hips and, and legs are all fixed, and then now ultimately what you're trying to do is uh, separate or gap or create traction or space in your low back. And it, it has been effective for a lot of people. Uh, we don't actually have a, a, 
practicing a traction machine at sports performance, but there's so many ways that you can set it up uh, with a with a thirty dollar uh, super band off of Amazon. Um, but uh, either way, if 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 traction or separating um, reduces your symptoms, uh, meaning it gives you relief or you have uh, less pain going to your legs or hips or whatever it may be. Um, that's a positive indicator that we, we definitely continue to recommend traction. So that's a good thing. So, you know, when you are looking at something long term, people ask, should I buy a inversion table at home? An inversion, inversion table, realistic, will cost you about $150. Um, there's not much to that. Uh, so it's a one time investment. Um, and if you combine a 10 minute core stabilization program three times a week, with five to 10 minutes of traction two times a week and you create joint motion in your back uh, with good exercise five days a week and that keeps your back symptoms under control, that's a really good recipe for long-term health. And that's what we're trying to uh, show here that, you know, there's going to be a lot of people who have long, you know, chronic back pain, acute back pain, uh, and, and ultimately a different ratios of these of this advice is going to help you at different times but um, these are kind of the the four big uh, combination of treatments that has been shown by research to really help and uh, we agree with it here at sports performance uh, we see so many clients uh, with back pain at, at all stages and we do recommend uh, these four things in, in any given time um, not all at the same time maybe in different doses and different days um, and that's where the art of uh, making recommendations based on what your needs are. So um, if you are having that or you know somebody who is, um, give us a call here at Sports Performance. Uh, you know, we, we take the people through a detailed evaluation um, so that people have answers and, and uh, clarity in, in what's going on. And um, uh, I, I understand how frustrating that can be. I've, I've had back pain myself. Um, not just over with this flu, but also with uh, just general life. And I understand it and we get it. So I hope these help. And, uh, you know, here's to pain-free living. Uh, we'll see you on the next episode. See you guys. Thanks for tuning in to the Sports Performance Podcast. If you enjoy our content, help us help others by giving us a five-star review. This gives us an opportunity to provide people just like you with great information to stay healthy. If you have any questions, email us at teamsp at sportsperformancept.com. If you want more, head over to our website and sign up for our VIP email list to stay in touch with the latest and greatest. And while you're there, download one of our free reports on back pain, knee pain, ankle pain, or running efficiency. It doesn't matter if you're new to exercise, an experienced personal trainer or coach, healthcare professional or professional athlete. This information is literally for anyone interested in fitness and health. We're excited to keep you healthy and active. We'll see you on our next episode.